It is time for another Dave and Darren Top 5 Things podcast here on NachoRadio.com and DaveAndDarren.com. This is a review of the top five things that happened on our morning show, which you can hear on a radio station we're awfully proud of, Planet 93.9. You can listen to that station, by the way, on an app. Download the app and listen to the station when you're not listening to the podcast. I know we're asking a lot, but uh, we do it all for you. This particular podcast yes. that you're about to hear is brought mm-hmm. to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois Tech Drive in Milan. They have a location in Galesburg at West Main Street. You are correct, sir. Milan is open every day. Galesburg is open weekdays and Saturdays. The Milan store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. And the recreational waiting lists are available. You can reserve your time if you go to their website. That would happen to be ntillinois.com. Let's find out if this podcast is any damn good. Hmm. Number one. Number one. 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 Number one. There's a gentleman in Texas had a sweet job at the library. Uh, He no longer has that job. He is now a former employee of the Austin Public Library uh, because... He's been accused of a little bit of theft down there in Austin. Texas Library kept running out of toner. And they failed for some time to figure out, gosh, we're going through a lot of toner. Yeah, I can get you some toner. What do you need? This guy is accused of fraudulently buying $1.3 million worth of printer toner, which he then stole and resold online. So he would buy the toner for the library, then steal it, and then sell it, and pocket the money. And what was his job? Just uh, purchasing toner? (laughs) He's the toner guy. Wait a minute. How do you not suspect him? Randall White was an accounting associate there at the library. Randy White of the Cowboys? (laughs) Randy? (laughs) No, Randall Whited was this guy's oh, name. Oh, I'm sorry. He was an accounting associate at the time. According to a city audit report, he, quote, took advantage of poor purchasing reviews by his supervisors. You don't notice we're spending $1.3 million on toner? And you don't know who's responsible for purchasing the toner? He also uh, took advantage of several other purchasing and budget-related shortcomings such as having a role in the approval of his own purchases. You didn't notice that he's got black ink all over his hands and all over smeared on his shirt every day? When he walks out of work every day with a milk jug full of toner, that should have been a red flag. That's not cheap. We don't know who's doing this. (laughs) It could be anybody. Randall? Not me. Okay, that's good enough had a role in the approval of his own purchases and insufficient oversight from the uh, of the library's budget. He had oversight to approve his own purchases. Yeah, which seems... Let's go with that guy. Which seems like a mistake in retrospect. I'm my own oversight. He sold... <laughs> stole, bought, and sold fraudulently $1.3 million in printer toner and then resold it online. Is there like an eBay for toner? Where would you sell toner secondhand? I didn't realize there was a secondhand toner market out there. Randall Nelson White charged with theft, first degree, felony, 
because what he stole is more than $200,000. The theft occurred between 2007 and 2019 when he could approve his own purchases and had little oversight by his supervisors. So he's playing the long game here, huh? There was a whistleblower. But uh, the oversight committee took a look at it uh-huh. and uh, decided that there was nothing there. We, and by oversight committee, I mean me. Having said that, I was also the whistleblower. We knew there was a problem when the whistleblower blew the whistle and toner came out of the whistle. But that that's not right. Accused of using city credit cards to buy at least $18,000 worth of items that appeared to be for his own personal use, including robotic vacuums a drone, virtual reality headsets, and several video games. I like to get things done at home while I'm here at work. Why does the accountant need a robotic vacuum? That wasn't a red flag? They're looking into the allegations, they say, and working with the district's attorney's office down there to resolve the matter. It was a sweet gig, and then I took it too far. Background search shows this guy who will turn 54 later this month has been charged and arrested multiple times on theft charges dating back to the mid-80s. You mean when he started working? <laughs> when he, You mean when he joined the workforce? When he started working. <laughs> That's when the theft began. City spokesman said that criminal background investigations during his tenure showed no convictions within the last 10 years. You might want to look beyond 10 Well, yeah, that's because I've been scamming you guys for the last (laughs) 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) This didn't start yesterday. During his tenure with the city, five criminal background investigations were conducted for financial responsibilities and showed no convictions within the last 10 years. They had to run a background check on him five times? That seems weird, right? Background checks on a guy that works at the library. (laughs) The accountant. (laughs) The library accountant. Auditor's office says it determined the library would have needed, at most, $150,000 worth of printer toner during the 12 years this guy was stealing the toner. So, at most, for a period of 12 years, they crunched the numbers. They shouldn't have spent more than 150 grand. That's what the budget could have been. It should have been. It was $1.2 million is what they were spending. And uh, there's a spreadsheet that they found on his computer that found that over the course of four days in October of 2017, he sent 60 packages to an online toner reseller. Mm. Middleman. Toner reseller just seems oh, it's like, like it's, it's like gold. That's all it is, is theft. Who's reselling toner? Yeah. Why is that even a thing? I don't know. Doesn't sound above board, does it? The only way I could see there being a need for a toner reseller is a large corporation goes out of business and that's an asset that they would need to liquidate. But to to be able to just send toner to a reseller just, just seems like... No, because even if you buy the wrong toner... Right? Can't you get it replaced? The report from the auditor's office which is entitled Austin Public Library, Fraud and Waste, says that Whited would show up early to work before others were in the office and use that time to take printer toner from his office to the parking garage. 
On one of the days, the report says security camera footage captured him putting the toner in the trunk of his car. Well, yeah, I leave a little early, but the, but that's because I get here before anybody. According to the report, he took advantage of poor purchasing reviews by his supervisors. Also took advantage... These dummies will never figure it out. <laughs> you know what their practices are? Poor. <laughs> they have poor practices. And I know it. Because of his previous theft convictions, the court will treat him as a habitual fen- offender and increase his minimum sentence to 25 years in prison. 25 years for toner! Well, $1.2 million. No, I toner. get it. But yeah, this is where my mind goes with stories like this. If he would have just stolen three hundred grand in toner instead of $1.2 million, like, what's the number where no one would have asked any yeah, questions? What's, what's the sweet spot? And it still would have been an obscene amount of money to steal. What's the sweet spot? Right? But they just keep getting, they just keep taking more and more people like this. Like, there's no, there's no break in their head that says, okay, I've gotten away with a lot. Time to stop. Should be happy with this. Right. Wouldn't you think? I mean, you and I aren't wired this way. We don't, we're not thieves. But it, it just, it just drives me nuts that thieves get caught because they just keep thieving. Why wouldn't you just put like 50 grand in your pocket and say, well, I got away with that? Like, wouldn't you think every time the phone rings, it's the toner police and you're going to oh jail? Oh my God! Wouldn't you just be consumed with I'm guilt? I'm living on edge. <laughs> But they're not. That's not how they're wired. No, people that are able to to pull off this kind criminals of criminals got to be criming. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. But it just seems to me that there's a there's a smarter way to do it. Like if you get away with a bank robbery, you take that money, and now that's it. You robbed a bank. It's always like the second, third, and fourth bank you rob where you end up, you know, getting shot or going to jail. There's just, there's no enough for the criminal mind. And that's just, I, I've, I'm always fascinated when there's stories like this where he was getting away with this for a long time. $1.2 million in toner. No, I get it. It's, oh, I'm just, this ink is everywhere. Now, is he putting the toner in his trunk, like in, in the boxes, the packages that the toner comes in? Or has he constructed some sort of toner bladder in his trunk and is just driving around, sloshing around with toner in the trunk of his car, just pouring jugs of it into the... I've converted the trunk of my car into a toner containment tanker. Two. 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 We're talking about, you know, the criminal mindset, and I don't understand how anyone thinks they can get away with anything when there are just cameras everywhere. Well, it's a different world, isn't it? And the fact that now everybody's doorbell is a camera, I would think would lead to people straightening up and flying, right? But, of course, that's not that's not what's going to end up happening. What did we say last week? How many times are you videotaped? Oh, it's dozens. Or you're under surveillance how many times a day? Was it like 40 times a day you walk by a camera or something? 60? It depends on what you do for a living. Right. And most of it's in your car. Yeah, most of it is you just driving around. But yeah. There's a story here out of the UK where a branch of Domino's Pizza investigating a pizza delivery driver who was caught on camera... Oh, I thought I'd get an accommodation. The not happy Joes, <laughs> not Dubuque, 
Not in 1993. This is current days. Darren is referencing a story uh, for you new listeners. Uh, A buddy of mine in college was fired one day. Because he was passing ambulances. From Happy Joe's. Uh, He was a delivery person for Happy Joe's. And he came home without his referee shirt on. And we said, Tom. Which is what they wore. Tom, what happened? why Why don't you have your Happy Joe's? Referee jersey on. Mm-hmm. Well, I got everyone at the uh, back then. There were two jobs for for kids our age in Dubuque: Foot Locker or uh, Happy Joe's, and, and it was the same uniform. It was. Tom came home from a night of delivering uh, Happy Joe's without the referee shirt on, without the sharp little derby that they would wear, right? And uh, what he, happened? He he let us know that he'd been fired, and the reason he got fired was. On University Avenue, while delivering a pizza, he passed an ambulance that had its lights on. And so the ambulance is trying to save somebody. Yes. And Tom is trying to get your delicious Happy Joe's pizza to you as fast as possible. Well, this is the thing. He's explaining. He said, yeah, well, they, uh, they let me go because I... I drove past the ambulance. I had its lights on as I was delivering a pizza. For the second time. And that was the thing. I said, well, they didn't even give you a warning? Well, this is the second time I've pulled this. <laughs> and we said, how did you think that that was a good idea to pass a speeding ambulance? And he said, I thought they'd give me some sort of accommodation accommodation for yeah. for being such so dedicated to my delivery right. work. I'm willing to pass ambulances this is how serious i take getting your pizza getting a happy joe's pizza the good people of dubuque no nice and hot no and when the ambulance drivers are calling happy joe's corporate to say there's a happy joe's pizza delivery guy that just cut us off twice twice this was the second time it happened probably the same ambulance driver had to have been yeah Probably, yeah, right? Probably. Or probably the ambulance driver that the first time it happened told everyone, I, you won't believe this. I got cut off as I was taking someone up to Mercy. I got cut off by someone in a Happy Joe's delivery vehicle. And there he is again. Well, it happened again. Yeah. And he was he was let go that night and was just beside himself. Couldn't understand it. How could How they did, let me go when I take I this get job? A pro- this I should get a promotion. He wanted some sort of metal. He, honest to God, wanted a medal from the Happy Joe's Army. Or at least Employee of the Month. Uh, uh, that's how serious I take getting a pizza out to people. You could just pull to the left, though. and, and... I appreciate it, but... <laughs> well, this story involves a Domino's pizza delivery driver who was caught on camera rubbing a customer's food on his crotch mm. and then handing over the order. Wouldn't that muss up your pizza? Well, it wasn't the pizza. Just the box? No, in in fact, it was ice cream. Uh, does Domino's do this here, or is that something they only do in the UK? Because it, it, it says the order was pizza, but also some happy, uh, happy Joe's, some uh, Ben and Jerry's birthday cake flavored ice cream. No, I'm not aware of that. I don't. I don't know that Domino's has ice cream in the States. Well, they should. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Back in my day, when I was working in the pizza game, Little Caesars, you, 183rd in all, Harlem. Always in the cooler. We would we would frequently do swamps with the, the girls next door who worked at the Baskin Robbins. 
And I'll tell you. What do you mean swaps? Well, we would say like, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll accidentally make some pizzas for you. What do you oh, want? Oh, if you accidentally. And then you accidentally give us some ice cream. We would steal product from our uh, place of employment and then trade with the Baskin Robbins girls next door. Well, the guy who was your leader thought that that was a good idea. We all did. Oh, we all did. And I'll tell you, pizza and ice cream complement each other, but nicely. So how is it that how is it that you don't understand the criminal mind? <laughs> Didn't do it all the time. And it, I'm telling you, and I you're stopped. telling yourself on a much smaller scale. Well, yeah, you steal little, yeah. and you don't steal often. We weren't getting ice cream every day of the week. Uh-huh. It was like once a month. You know what? Let's treat ourselves to some Baskin Robbins. And by see if the girls next door want to do that. By that we mean. By doing that, we're going to make a pizza that someone didn't order. Yes. Oh, I accidentally made two pepperonis. I was only supposed to make one. Where's my head these days? Right. The gr- Oh, you know who would like this? I bet the girls next door at Baskin-Robbins would like... They think these pizzas have potential. Uh-huh. Yeah. They do. This guy's watching a movie with his buddies, and he's digging into a tub of birthday cake-flavored Ben and Jerry's when... <laughs> When they take a look at the the video of the pizza guy, and he's doing the grinding. Yeah, she says, "I hope you haven't eaten that ice cream the Domino's guy sent you." They go back and look at the ring doorbell footage, and upon reviewing the video from the home security camera, this delivery guy knocked on the door and was just rubbing the ice cream up and down his crotch before he handed over to the. Uh, Do you think for medical reasons? <laughs> like he just had a burning. Yeah. A burning sensation, and this ice cream should do the trick. I'm not. Well, I'm that not doesn't do- make me feel. That wouldn't make me feel better about eating the ice cream. I understand. I understand that it wouldn't, but it wouldn't be. It's not. I a, got mouth herpes from Ben and or Jerry. But at least it's an absence of malice. <laughs> it does. Your make, Honor, in my defense, it makes a difference. My, I had a burning crotch that needed the ice cream. That's different than doing it. To stick it to somebody. My client, Your Honor, drove to the residence with the hot pizza on his lap. Yeah. So as to not have it fall and compromise and in doing the pizza so, integrity. In doing he so, scorched his lap. There were there were minor burns there was on a, his private parts, there was Your a Honor. Testicular scorching that took <laughs> oh, place. Oh no. Uh, this guy says I feel quite disrespectful and very vile. I think and that's good. I think that's probably what happened. You think that was it? As opposed to taking umbrage with the people who bought the pizza and ice cream, or, or just taking umbrage with society in general. <laughs> you don't think this is somebody who's got some sort of weird? I'm rubbing my ice cream on on my crotch fetish. Maybe not. You're willing to. It's possible. Uh-huh. It's possible. Give him the benefit of the doubt. The Ben and Jerry's of a doubt. The guy calls Domino's and says, I want you to, this this delivery guy that also delivered the ice cream, rubbed the ice cream all over his crotch. He calls Domino's, and their answer is, well, we're sorry about that. We'd like to give you some coupons. And he says, I, I, don't, wonder, want, I don't want your coupons. I'm never eating I Domino's wonder, again. I wonder if the guy is even aware that he did it. You think that, like... I mean, if your crotch is uh, on fire... <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you're just using the I never rubbed uh, I, I did not Oh take a look at the, oh, I guess I did Well I, I had that thing on my lap The whole way over there Because I didn't want it You know I wanted to 
deliver it in a pristine condition. You know, the ice cream felt like it was frozen solid. So I was just trying to create some friction so you could, so, so so he you could, could eat, eat it. it. Yeah, he says, uh, I, after what your delivery driver has done, I don't feel safe, and I don't want to ever buy an order from Domino's again. And I want to make people aware that this happened. Domino's, for their part, says, we're extremely disappointed to see this film, and our driver's behavior is unacceptable. We expect high standards of behavior at all times, and clearly this individual has breached the trust our customers rightly expect from Domino's. We are conducting a formal investigation with this team member as a top priority. We have apologized sincerely and are working to resolve this issue with the customer so we can put this right. Wouldn't you think that if you're in some sort of large-scale pizza operation... Mm -hmm. I've been there. Yeah, I know, and... But someone who is maybe higher up. Yeah, right. All day long, I'm all I'm doing is apologizing. Yeah. For what you knuckleheads do yeah. at each one of our local locations. Right. <laughs> right. It's just none. Stop the stuff that you people come up with. You know when I came into work today, the last thing I expected that I was gonna be on my desk was video footage of one of our delivery drivers humping a tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. But by God, that's my Monday. Do you know That's my Monday, you sons of bitches. Do you know how many email complaints, how many phone calls I got to deal with each and every morning? Because of you lunatics? Listen, burning a pie. Maybe the uh, the ingredient shift in, in, in transferring it from the store to the house. That I can put up with. But guys... I cannot do this again. I cannot look the public in the eye and apologize for you guys rubbing your crotch with our products. If it's not rubbing your crotch with our product, it, you're making hate crime symbols on the pizza with the pepperoni. Right. You're passing ambulances. It's... I. Just once. I, I will say, <laughs> you know what would be just nice? Just once. <laughs> you know what would be nice? Just one day coming in and just dealing with people saying how delicious our pizza is and how promptly and professionally it was delivered. That would be nice. It would be a treat <laughs> just to come in and have someone complain that the pizza wasn't hot when it got delivered. If I can go one day without one of you maniacs sticking your wiener in the ice cream, <laughs> just, that would be... Just, For me, like a day off. Just once. <laughs> I will say my main takeaway from this story. Collectively. <laughs> I'm talking to all of you. You Looney Tunes. I'm telling you, looking at the footage, this was not an accident. This okay. guy knows what he's doing. Okay. And my other takeaway is. What's the is, look on his face? Mm, like, mm, he's doing it in a way where. I, I think it's clear this isn't an accident. Uh, My other takeaway from this story is I think it would be a good idea for Domino's here stateside to offer ice cream to go along with the pizza. Yeah. I don't think that's the worst idea in the world. If you can get that done over there, you can sure get it done over here. Yeah, people want stuff delivered these days. As Why opposed wouldn't they to, want ice right. cream? And how, how hard is that to have a little, little pint of ice cream to go along with your cinnamon knots or whatever? Seems like... Uh... Perfect uh, synchronicity between those two businesses. <laughs> Just once. Just once! Number three.
Three. Halloween coming up at the end of this month. It's on a Saturday this year, mm-hmm. the 31st. There'll be a full moon this year for Halloween. Right on. And the costumes for this year, a uh, couple uh, getting some attention. You know, they, they want to make the costumes timely. What year did you do Austin Powers? Oh, boy. That was... That was before the turn of the century. Was it? Yeah, that was late 90s, I want to say. Oh, I guess it would have had to have been because the first first Austin Powers, what, 97? Yeah. First movie? Yeah, I think... So maybe 98? I think Jenny and I were living on Colorado Street the year that that happened. So that would have been 99? Yeah, Halloween in 99, I think, uh, I was Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. It was a very timely costume at the time. <laughs> Not a lot of people going to Halloween parties dressed as Austin Powers anymore, I pref- which is a damn shame. I prefer Jenny's outfit. <laughs> right. Supergirl. Well, no. She wasn't Supergirl. She was like the Austin Powers sidekick. Right. That's the closest we've come to doing a couple's costume. Uh-huh. Uh, You've never done a couple's costume? Uh, I mean, we kind of both did Austin Powers that year, yeah. but not really. You kept thinking she was wearing the Union, like a dress that was made out of the Union Jack, and you kept thinking she was Supergirl because the <laughs> colors are the same, but she's not Supergirl. Well, like Super Supergirl mm. from XTC. Oh, I see. Right on. I can't hold you down. So every year you want the Halloween costumes to be timely, and sometimes that can that can bite you. Uh, for instance, uh, there was the year my partner Darren. Thought it would be a good idea for Halloween to go as one of the Chilean mine workers. I still have that hat. Which just says Chile on it? I think it says, yeah, Viva Viva Chile. Chile? Yeah. It's marvelous. And my favorite part of that costume was... Rubbed a little coal on my face. The, the miners were rescued... They were out. In Oct- like mid-October, but you had committed to going as a Chilean miner. And my favorite part of that Halloween that year was when we had our party... Everyone, and I mean everyone, walked up to Darren and said, who are you supposed to be? Which I think, that's as good as it gets when when you go for Halloween and no one knows what you're supposed to be. If they had not made it out, I wouldn't have done it. Right. They 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 were safe. Yes. But no one knew... You had like a little coal dust on your face. Yes, and a and had and a, the hat. And a, and a hat that said Viva Chile. And no one knew what you were supposed to be. What were you that year? I think I went as you that year. No, wait, no, we went as each we other. we went as each other. I don't think I did a costume that year. I haven't done a costume in forever. Yeah, I'm not a big costume guy. Halloween is, is really a the worst one. The worst costume I ever had was when I went as the, uh, the Underwood... Uh, Ham devil. No, you just went as a devil, but you looked like the it was bad. The Underwood ham devil it was bad. Yeah, it left it, all, it, it left a, nothing to the imagination. It, it was it was a devil's outfit mm-hmm. with a tiny cape. <laughs> it, it was was the gimmick you and Dana were doing a thing because no. wasn't Dana this, no, like a is, nun no. and you were the devil? Wasn't that the gimmick? No, we did one of those one year where yeah, I was no, I was the. I was the priest and she was the nun. That's what it was. She was pregnant. That's a pregnant right. nun. Okay. Uh, which is always a classy move. Um, <laughs> no, I went as the... Especially since you were doing a morning show together. <laughs> like, we, that's that's a little... 
I'm I'm sure that was her idea. Yeah, it wasn't mine. Yeah, right. Okay, that makes it better. Yeah, no. Dana, how about you go as a nun? I go as a priest. <laughs> but it looks like I knocked you up. <laughs> oh, is that what it makes it look like? Because <laughs> I'd never considered that. <laughs> um, no, when I went as the devil. Yeah. The Underwood Ham Devil. Mm-hmm. It was a devil outfit that was, let's say, two sizes too small. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, oh, it boy. was. It, it again. Nothing was left to the imagination. Ugh, that was <laughs> that was not the best. I'm, I if there. Are, I don't know if there are any pictures of that. I'm just looking at pictures of the Underwood. Well, let me see the Underwood. Uh, the, the Underwood Ham yeah. Devil. Yeah. He Ooh. looks a lot better than I do. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for your, your deviled ham. Yeah. <laughs> He's better. For your your ham spread. Yeah, no, he, he looks a lot better than I do. He's having a better time yeah. than you than you He's, are. He's pulling it off much more believably than I did. Oh, man. Well, you want to make sure you have timely costumes. You can go as just a standard you know, costume that everybody knows what's up, but usually what happens is you take whatever's in the news, you make it sexy, and then that's the costume for that year. Okay. Right? So, so now I'm looking at two costumes for this year. Uh, one is the sexy mail-in ballot costume. <laughs> Available for $29.95. It's a white tube dress that has official ballot enclosed, and it comes with two I Voted bust stickers. Mm. I see what they're doing. So you're dressing up as a sexy mail-in ballot. Very timely. It also has a, a black barcode on it. And yeah, the, the it comes with I Voted pasties. So you can cover up your your nips, apparently. If you want to go as a sexy mail-in ballot for Halloween this year. And then also this year, uh, Postal Babe. If you're someone who loves the post office, Mm -hmm. it's a cropped baby blue top with letter carrier printed on the bust and hot navy pants. Like you're a sexy mail lady. Mm -hmm. Like you're, uh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is this is what they're doing. Uh, they're saying, by the way, that they will not do any costumes this year. At least this this outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yandy is the place where you can get your postal babe costume or your your sexy mail in ballot costume. Uh, they came out and said that they will not be doing any costumes uh, with a coronavirus theme mm-hmm. because that yeah. is just a bridge too I far. Get, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You can't do like. Sexy hazmat suit. At least yeah. you could, but they're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say here, I don't think there's anything sexy about that, which is probably a probably a good idea. But yeah, postal babe and sexy mail-in ballot. And I'll tell you this, um, I don't hate either of these costumes. Well, I mean, it's fun. I mean, here, let me get your opinion, Darren. There's your there's your sexy mail-in ballot, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that this is not the bad, not the worst, and then this uh, this postal babe. Um, well, that might not be the worst idea year round <laughs> for actually delivering mail. Yeah, that's that's something else. Like I'm thinking, you could get away with this as like a 
Maybe opening up a restaurant with like a postal theme and have like sexy male lady waitresses. That's not bad. Like a, you know, like it's the post office, but they have uh, chicken wings. I'm, I'm going to write that down. That's a million dollar idea. Yeah, let's go postal. I don't know that you want to call it let's go postal. That seems like a bad idea for a business. It really does. It really sounds like not the best business plan. Four. 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 You like to take shots at me as being somebody who wants to close the beaches. Uh, I want to share with you this story of Nogumi. Nogumi is a great white shark that they just caught off the waters of Nova Scotia. Mm. Nogumi is a great white shark that is 17 feet, two inches long, and weighs 3,541 pounds. They're calling this shark the queen of the ocean. They caught it or they just seen it? They've caught it. They've caught it. And they tagged it, and then they let it back out into the ocean. Nogumi... Named after the legendary wise old grandmother of the Native American Mi'kmaq people. That's according to the folks at Ocean Search, which is a nonprofit marine organization. They do research out there in the ocean. The Native American uh, Mi'kmaq people have deep roots in Canadian maritime provinces, you see. Mm Mm-hmm. So now they say that this uh, Nogumi will help O-Search with their uh, studies on the great white shark. This thing is just massive, and they caught it, and they're able to put it in this, like, scale. I mean, they're able to weigh it to the pound. Mm -hmm. They collected a bunch of data for this great white shark. They say this matriarch will share her wisdom with us for years to come. She will continue to help balance fish stocks in the surrounding waters. All right, so let me ask you this. This is the only sixth great white shark that's been tagged by this team. Yes. So, say you have some sort of authority up there in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. And you see Presently, this. I have no authority. But if you yes. did, yes. if you had authority in Nova Scotia, okay. and you saw the size of the shark, yeah. what would be the first action that you would take? Close the beaches. That's right. That's <laughs> And I'm the one, and I'm the one who likes to take shots. There's a, there's a 17 foot great white. I get it. I'm not letting no, get eaten. not on my watch. Not on my watch. No, Jaws is a much less interesting movie if I'm a character in it. Right. If I'm the mayor of Amity, that movie's 20 minutes long. Yeah. It's a, 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 the bather gets eaten at the beginning of the movie. And it is shelter in place for the rest yeah. of the summer. <laughs> I get everybody in on land for a meeting and I on say. On land, we're, we're going, we're going to, st- you start digging pools. I, I, here's the you, thing. Yeah. Here's the thing, everybody. That's what I you understand. Find out. You own a pool Fourth company. Fourth of July is coming up. I understand it's our biggest weekend. I get it. And but I've shut down the beaches. And Chef Brody over here agrees with me. And then we roll fi- credits. We find out twenty minute movie. We find out that you're in bed with Amity Pool. Well, listen. Have I made some wise investments? I have. I don't apologize for that. 
the queen of the ocean. And these people are in a pen because they get this shark like out of the water to weigh her. Can you imagine weighing a 17 pound live, great, 17 foot long, 3,541 pound great white shark? Yeah, I wouldn't want to come face to face with that. Yeah, uh, it's, that's, a, that's a big one. That is a big shark, and we're shutting down the beaches as a result. And uh, we've got deals right now on these in-ground pools <laughs> with, from our good friends at well, Amity Pool. Well, listen, you're going to have to be on a waiting list because, uh, yeah, I don't know as if you we, can imagine, everyone wants a pool right now. I don't know if we can get to you this summer, <laughs> but we'll certainly put you on the list. And, and there's no reason, it makes all the sense in the world, to put a deposit down. Uh-huh. You know where they got good beaches in Nova Scotia? Halifax. Well, that's the capital, right? Or yeah, no? Yeah, it's also inland quite a ways. Yeah. That's uh, that's a joke for our Canadian listeners. Five. 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 Number five. I'm confused whether this is something we talked about here on the show or if it's something we talked about on the podcast. So I'll do just a quick recap. We've, we've discussed not that long ago this notion of the Internet of Things, where everything is connected to the Internet. Your refrigerator is something that is hooked up to the internet for some people. I mean, not in my house, but that's something you can you can have. I think we did that here. Yeah. Okay. So the idea is that you can you can use an app on your phone and look at a camera that's inside your refrigerator and see what you have in the fridge when you're out shopping. Do I do rather I, than making a list? Do I have the mayonnaise or not? <laughs> right. Right. And then the the you have the. Refrigerator will tell you what the weather is going to be if that's something that I, you want. You want to pay a little bit of extra money, you can have that feature on your refrigerator. I guess you'd have to maybe have a camera in there mm-hmm. that's capable of moving around a little bit. So it's like, okay. Yeah, or it's got like that a might, weird fisheye lens. Wait a minute. Yeah. Is that what's behind that? Yeah. Or how, like, the milk that's in my fridge. I know there's milk in the fridge, but what's the expiration date? How do I zoom in on it? How do I crawl up there and zoom in? <laughs> Chloe, zoom in on that. Hang on, Jack. Get to the mainframe here. And I'll get October to October the... 6th. Oh, well, we should be good for a couple days then. We shared the story of coffee makers that are susceptible to being hacked to the point where one day you go down to your kitchen and your coffee maker is spitting water all over the kitchen and it says on the coffee maker if you'd like to ever have this coffee maker right. work again your coffee maker we need we need ransom is being held hostage that is something that that they can do does it seem like a good idea to have sex toys hooked up to the internet it's like that question jeff goldblum asks in the original uh Jurassic Park, uh, just because you can, uh, you, you, you should have asked if you should. Just because you can hook something up to the internet, should you? And what's the benefit for doing so? Well, um, the thing with these sex toys that are hooked up to the internet, it's a chastity belt that got hooked up to the internet. That doesn't sound like a sex toy. And the well, you're right, it's the opposite. It's the very opposite. The antithesis. <laughs> a security flaw leaving a smart chastity sex toy, you're at the risk of being permanently locked in. Imagine if they got a hand on that and it's like, okay, we're we're in charge of your chastity belt now. This is a 
internet-connected chastity lock that builds itself as the world's first app-controlled chastity Who's device. Who's buying that? And the flaw in the world's first app-controlled chastity device, Darren, is it would have allowed anyone to remotely and permanently lock in your junk. Which I might need for other things. The cellmate chastity lock works by allowing a trusted partner to remotely lock and unlock the chamber over Bluetooth using a mobile app. The app then communicates with the chastity lock on your, your your business using an API. But the API was left open and without a password, allowing anyone to take control over anyone's device. Now, what would be the password, you think, for such a thing? <laughs> I know you've got it. What would be the password? Is it numbers? No. It's a word? Yes, one word. Probably password. No. <laughs> what? Sesame. <laughs> Open sesame? I like that. A researcher said in a blog post that an attacker could lock everyone in or out very quickly. And what's more about these chastity devices that are hooked up to the internet, yeah. there is no emergency override function. So if you're locked... There is no way out of this thing. These are not selling points. <laughs> I'm looking here at the app. Uh, they say dominant has control to authorize unlocking. Track log to monitor time and location of unlocking submissive will not be able to cheat and escape. Self-initiated timer lock heightens the level of chastity experience for single players. So you could lock yourself in if you're a single person. You could get a chastity device for yourself and then lock yourself in for a time. Oh, this is exciting. I'm going to say a week. I can't do anything with it for a week. Okay. Again, I think you asked the question, who would buy this? They learned about the vulnerability back in June... The company that makes this is based in China. Uh, they're saying they're taking a look at this. <laughs> Chief executive saying that they hope to have a fix sometime later on this year. A week of self-denial. Why would you do that? And I guess I don't really know how, how this works. I got I to gotta be up front. Like, you could still use it for other stuff, right? Like, you don't have to hold your, your number one for a week, do you? That wouldn't be the best. It's not good at all. You'll end up killing yourself. I'm going to short circuit this thing. No, thanks. Yeah, the decision to go public with this information that these things are vulnerable, uh, they're saying they want everyone to know if you have this app, maybe you shouldn't do it because you can get locked out. Uh, one user says here, the app stopped working completely after three days and I'm stuck. Okay. Another user here Yelp. says Another user here says I got already stuck twice when wearing it due to the unreliable app. How'd you get stuck a second time? <laughs> Lock my junk once, shame on you. Lock my junk twice, shame on me. Uh, here's another review of this app for the chastity uh, device. It says it worked for about a month until I almost got stuck in it. Thankfully, it unlocked itself randomly. And I was able to get out of it. The device left a bad scar 
It took nearly a month of recovery. No thanks. If I start talking about buying one of these, do me a favor. <laughs> Talk you out of it? Talk me out of it. <laughs> yeah, I got a scar on my junk from my internet-enabled oh, chastity device. That's so me. So that's what I'm going through. That's my 2020. How am I doing? Hmm. Funny you ask. I'm, uh... If you notice, I'm sitting on this bag of ice. I have somehow made it worse. Uh, I don't know of anyone who's having a banner year, but somehow I found a way (laughs) to make it even worse. Yep. The it's this, That's how this it works. device is called the Kiwi. And it joins a long list of sex toys with security problems that don't exist in the world of sex devices that are not connected to the internet. Researchers say a bug in a Bluetooth powered panty buster let anyone remotely control the sex toy over the internet. Well, who wired all this stuff? The uh <laughs> Richard Chamberlain character in Towering Inferno? We had to cut some corners. (laughs) (laughs) Just for the sexual thrill! The sexual thrill! In 2017, a smart sex toy maker settled a lawsuit after they were accused of collecting and recording all of the highly intimate and sensitive data of their users. The lesson here is, uh, if you're going to get one of these devices... Talk me out of it. (laughs) Don't get one that's connected to the internet. No. Talk me out of it. No, 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 no. Stay off of sex toys that are Wi-Fi or Bluetooth enabled. I'm looking at the device here, Darren, and it just looks like it's a lock. So it locks on to your... There's like... You could crush a can with that thing. That's what it looks like. It looks like a... A, cran- a, a, a can looks, crusher. It looks like a wall-mounted can crusher. That's perfect. That's exactly what it looks like. Now, is this hole here for what I think that's for? I guess it's is pretty... For, I guess it's pretty sleek. But then how do you even go to the... How I do you go know. to the... How do, I don't. How does any of this work? And again, I'm not here to kink shame. Do your thing. None no, of my you business. Do what you want. I mean, you want to you want to put a chastity belt on. Uh, go with God is what I say. But don't don't do the Bluetooth thing because anybody can be pushing your buttons, and I don't think that's what you want. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. You know what? That was pretty good. I had a good time. Not too shabby. No, no. I've certainly heard worse. Oh, clearly. (laughs) It's Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things Podcast. Brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. Nature's Treatment of Illinois' goal is to fully understand their clients' needs physically, mentally, and emotionally. Because they know it's uh, no fun and it's not easy to live with a chronic illness. Their experienced wellness consultants will sit down with you and discuss what options are going to work best and make you feel more comfortable. Frequently asked questions, you can find those. Those are answered at the website, ntillinois.com. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, thanks so much for downloading and subscribing and leaving reviews. Thanks for listening. 
till we get a chance to do it again. Hang loose, kooks. You stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davin Ford, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Being stopped by the cops literally scared the crap out of her. She told police, quote, I pooped my pants. I ate too much corn.